Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Anime Tour Bus. It's me, your non-expert Eric. He's out sitting right next to me. Well, that's you, listener. How you doing with two delicious-looking legs? Two amazing... Metzger, are we a big fan of stealing people's legs? I always forget. Can we... Is that one of our things where we can just take people's perfectly functional working normal legs? Are you really gonna do this? <laughs> can can we? Listener, you have to know that Eric got hurt, and now that's everyone's problem. <laughs> I've not been having a good time. Um, I I tore the tendon that connects your quadricep muscle to like your body, um, and it's. <sighs> Uh, Metzger, uh, so, listen, uh, aside from Eric's pains and sufferings, um, I, listen, there's something about suffering that gives you, like, kind of a, a different perspective on life, uh, a different view of, of the way with which others suffer. I think that, overall, like, our experiences in the world should make us more empathetic, that we should become kinder and, and, uh, more sympathetic to the, the challenges that others face, and, and so on. Um... So anyways, when Itadori Yuji got stabbed a bunch, I especially when he got hit in the leg, I was like, ooh, been there, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so so obviously, like, you know, a real rough battle scene, given given that I got injured in martial arts, made me, uh, ooh, man, Itadori, he's really pushing through it, man. I, whew. Um... Well, the difference is you got injured in recreational martial arts. Yeah. Itadori knows that his purpose is not necessarily to live or to win. It it is just to make sure that the way is clear for everyone else that comes down there. Absolutely. And and he's he's fighting his heart out, right? Like he's this is this is literally. the fight he's training for. Yeah, quite literally. Um why don't why don't so obviously this is an anime podcast. We're gonna be talking about some animes. Um we've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen. We watched this week Shangri-La Frontier and uh and Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh Messier, why don't you give me a uh a synopsis of Jujutsu Kaisen? A good synopsis is, I only get frustrated when an unrealistic anime tries to ground itself in realism. Give me, give me more there. What, what's, what's the frustration? All of the blood. There's just so much blood, a lot in, of blood. This, in this episode. And this is after, uh, I don't remember how much of it made it into a couple of episodes ago, but you and I had had a discussion about blood, actually. Yeah, because you had to get some uh, panels done for for medical reasons. And I was Uh explaining to you. Yeah, that it was not going to be as much blood as you thought it was and Mm -hmm. that you were misinterpreting what your doctor said when they were like, it's going to be a lot of blood. She did say it was going to be a lot of blood. And um, even even the the tech, the phlebotomist uh, who took it, she was like, there's a lot of blood. So. Um, I have the experts backing me up. I lost gallons. You lost 60 milliliters. 
And if that doesn't give you a perspective of how much of a big, big baby I am, and how Mesker, how Mesker was right this whole time about making it everyone else's problem, I don't know what else we need to tell you. I just feel so good that I was telling you it's going to be three to six vials. And then you kept going and I was like, fine, fine, a max of seven, but no way are they going to take seven. The amount of work you can get done with 60 milliliters of blood for, like, general checkups is astounding. Metzger, I, I work in the scientific field, obviously. Rarely do I get to have 60 mils of whatever whatever analyte of interest I'm looking for. Um, and it's it's so... I can run so many tests. Five mils. I can do so much work. But... You know, listen, she says it's going to be a lot of blood, and I'm over here like... To be fair, in the range of what she usually orders, that it's like you needed one pizza and you got six. But we were looking for the full panel. We, we, wanted, we wanted to know, because I ain't had a doctor in, in, uh, in seven years. Uh, Metzger, so you don't like that there's a lot of blood? a problem with the amount of blood i have a problem with the physics and the explanation that we're choosing to use in regards to all of the blood yeah the coagulation of the blood and using it as like a power which uh which part which part got to you one we've talked about chozo before i yeah. like him i think he's an interesting silhouette and i think he's an interesting color palette so I think aesthetically, he's a very nice character. The fact that he fucks with blood doesn't do anything for me. It's not the reason why I like him. His motivation of just avenging his brothers also is fine, but isn't spectacular. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I'm not moved by that. Me neither. Somebody took out my brother. I feel like good. Seeing him using their brain blood to like, swiftly kill them and then also shoot at gojo that was fun and that made sense to me the amount of blood it packed into that room each human has roughly five liters of blood in them there are hundreds of people here this fight could go on indefinitely unless they've just given blood in which case it's like two and a half liters eric i'm just gonna throw this out here this is supposed to be halloween night uh-huh they're literally having a halloween party in shibuya People probably haven't just given blood to yes. their doctors. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, like, uh, their blood alcohol content is probably high. So I bet their I wonder, blood a little thin from that. I wonder if, like, uh, if that changes the blood dynamics a little bit at all. Maybe, maybe it makes his blood lasers wobbly. <laughs> well, uh, you don't really have to wonder about that, as they do explain to what water does to it. So one yeah. can assume that any thinning of the blood, uh, probably having someone that's doped up on a whole bunch of baby aspirin is going to affect the blood magic. Or at least it should. So we get a big fight and it lasts for a while. It lasts the whole episode. Yeah um can so so we don't need to go punch by punch let's let's talk about like the big highlights from it uh namely that itadori uh get gets his his butt bumped 
we don't need to talk about the whole episode. We just need to talk about the end of it where you where Yuji dies. Well, I didn't say that. I mean, he didn't die, but <laughs> he kind of didn't not die, though. Yuji does a really good job in the fight. Like he does good at trying to keep up close because. He's got laser blood lasers, blood lasers. And that's one of the parts where I have issues. This blood cannot simultaneously be that little bitty condensed, highly pressurized ball and also a continuous beam, which it wouldn't be like a I don't know. Is it a it can't be a beam, but it it would be like a highly pressurized stream. Yeah, think of like uh, those those pressure water shooters. But like, just just like real focused in like a laser. Where's all this blood coming from? That's a great question. I assumed it was coming from him. He's only got five liters. <laughs> maybe he's been stocking up. Maybe maybe he's a little bloated right now. Because he's they like at first he's got a whole bunch of them and they're just kind of like floating or floating around him. So I kind of assumed that that, that was donor tissue. He, yeah, he had collected in preparation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, OK, well, he's running on, you know, a full revolver's worth. Right. Yeah. So Yuji's just got to outlast that before the dude has to dip in his own supply. Maybe he's dipping into his own supply. He's only got five liters. And really... I'm going to say he can only use about three of it before he starts to feel some pretty ill, ill effects. I'm, I'm giving him I'm yeah. giving him three because he's a super trained, superhuman cursed womb thing. Right. I mean, not after my 60 mils, I was going down like as a lot. Um, j just kidding. I was I, I was like, it's not that. it's not at all. It was 100 <laughs> percent not going to affect you. You I... can lose. From what I was reading, you could lose an entire fucking liter and feel next to nothing. Most people are gonna be absolutely fine. You might get lightheaded. I did, and most of that's like psychological, right? Like that's that's gonna be most of like, oh, the blood itself makes me uncomfy. So yeah, just knowing, just existing, and and like feeling it happen because you you feel yourself losing the blood. So yeah. And you can see it, too. Well, if you choose to look at it. Yeah. Which I did. I typically um, choose not to. So, so yeah, we have no idea where all this excess blood he's got is coming from. Because there's no way in the midst of this fight that, like, he, he that boy consumed tanks worth of blood. For a little bit, I was kind of like, oh, well, anything that gets is was in like a reasonable distance from him. Like, I guess the particulates he would be able to like reconstitute and like bring back magnetize back to him. Right. Yeah. So I was choosing to believe that, but still like the jettison of it and turning it into a sharpened homing projectile. Was kind of like, all right, I would be cool with this, except for Juju tends to take itself kind of seriously when it comes to ex ex to its explanations. And it does. Mekumaru conveniently wakes up. <laughs> I've been conserving my power. I feel like I'm going to need to do a lot of things. Does literally one last thing and then gets destroyed. Fucks off, yeah. Um, He's like, hey... Um, I will say, I cannot emphasize this enough. The director did a wonderful job. Like, 
all of the composition for this episode and this fight are so badass. Like, beautiful shots. Beautifully rendered. They flow. The movement's great. Like, as far as an animation goes, top-notch shit. And the story's good, too, just as long as you don't look at it too hard. Yeah, just kind of keep your eyes kind of squinted. Yeah, don't just don't think about it. Just clap your hands and smile. Mechamaru wakes up and is like, hey, let me explain blood magic to you. And... I've got sort of an idea. Go into a bathroom and just fucking wreck it. <laughs> just fucking wreck it. You know when you've had an upset tummy? Take it to an 11. <laughs> Burst the plumbing. I love that you can hear it off screen. Like him just like ripping sinks. Oh yeah, that was really good. I I was very much into into the fact that like you could hear him preparing for the fight. And Mechamaru tells him, what, it's only got like a 10% chance? Like, this plan's only got a 10% chance of working. I had actually already been thinking, like, how does one destabilize blood? Well, water. Dilute it. The part that I get stuck on is like the, like, there's literal holes in his body. And like, we've seen him take some damage before, but like, at a certain point, your muscles don't move, you know? Well, they don't do the things good anymore. Well, that's where magic happens again. So, like, on this one, I can excuse it because um, I don't remember if it was if they ever go over it in this anime or not. But a lot of times when stuff like this happens and you get severely injured, they just explain that if you control your breathing, then you can move your energy yeah the parts of your body and then you can uh you can just kind of like ignore it for a little while it's not that it goes away the real chi-based discussions yeah also adrenaline's one hell of a drug dude i mean yes but then there's like physiological things like right now no matter how hard i push my my leg don't do the thing now, Eric, if we doped you up full of adrenaline, you would do the thing. Um, as long as that tendon remained attached, which I would argue in Yuji's case is uh, not true. <laughs> well, just because it, it got shot through doesn't mean that it's detached. I'm literally... Okay. <laughs> well, one... Okay. It is an anime. Yes. And it is a magic anime. Which I will begrudgingly accept. There is some hyperbole in those regards, as that's just staple of the genre. Like, you're just gonna have to go with that. Also, if it was super realistic when it came to taking damage, it wouldn't be fun or exciting or adequately display the stakes to the viewer. Yeah. It would be too quick. It has to be, um... What was recently, I was recently made aware of Pacific Theater. And we were watching a movie about a fight at Iwo Jima. 
and it was so insanely graphic. <laughs> Who is this for? And it was like, well, it's there to like really hammer in how bad it was. And I was like, yeah, I don't need to see that to understand how bad it was. But I am not an average viewer. There might be people who need that graphic display of violence. A little bit gross, TBH. Or the really big, over-the-top injuries to be able to convey to the viewer how big of a deal this is. But then the narrator comes over and starts trying to explain how <laughs> blood works and water. Yeah, I I remain a little bit... Uh, I was over here like, I, I don't... I don't know if i follow your science <laughs> well that's where that's where i was talking about like all this other stuff i can forgive and like we don't have to scrutinize much of it until you start trying to explain it like if yuji takes a giant fucking hole to the chest and can sit there and go okay but i have to keep going because you know yada yada i can go with that like yep mm-hmm, yep sure can i'm still on board i'm still here Soon as we start trying to explain it, oh, we're taking ourselves too seriously now. We can't do that. We can't take ourselves too seriously. This guy, explain why Yuji's underpowered for this one. Well, at that point in time, uh, Chozo is really at a disadvantage. Oh, for sure. But and probably yeah. if Yuji just had a little bit more experience. He probably would have been fine. But yet. But the real kicker to the episode is the pasta. Uh, yeah. Who the fuck were those people? Do you not remember them? No. They were the people that we fought at the end of season one. It was the the guy who had like a mouth on his back. They were brothers. They're two of the cursed womb dudes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So well, that explains that that clears up that one for me cuz I'm over here like the fuck are you? <laughs> You're super fucking lost if you don't remember who they are. Yuji's down for the count. Chozo's about to kill him and then Sukuna speaks up from inside of him and this is where it gets a little confusing and I'm waiting for more exposition on it. Like I need to know more. I was thinking that if Yuji died, Sukuna got to take over. Yeah. But I couldn't remember if that was the truth or not. I couldn't remember if that's how that works. I mean, don't don't look at me. It makes sense to me that he would keep him alive. Well, not keep him alive, but just take over the body. Yeah. Like the consciousness is gone, so it can't fight you anymore. This is my body now. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, with that in mind, though, Sukuna calls Yuji trash. Or pretty much just like mocks Says him. Says get good scrub. Yeah. And then goes, hmm. 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 And then Chozo is flooded with memories that shouldn't exist. Or doesn't remember. And it involves four brothers and some other wombs at a table. Having, yeah, I mean these these never happen. We're straight up told these things or never did occur. They? No, they never. Are happened. they locked away? 
No, these things never happen. They're fake memories. There's no like. Why would there be fake memories? To fuck it, to fuck him up to save Yuji's life. Sukuna wouldn't do that for Yuji. Uh, I mean, we did hear him go. Yeah, it's kind of like, hmm, interesting. Not, I have an idea. No, I thought he was compelled into action. No, I believe Sukuna would just take over the body and just devour Chozo. I remain unconvinced. Sukuna just seems kind of like a kill it dude. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. But also, I remain unconvinced. I think maybe maybe there's a little bit more here because I don't I don't see Yuji actually being in that scenario. <laughs> I think the big reveal is going to be that Yuji is actually more than just a normal boy who ate some fingers. Well, I mean, he did have a lot of abnormal amount of strength from the beginning and stuff. Yeah, right. I mean, that's always been left kind of up in the air. What if he's a cursed womb? Oh, man. <laughs> well, listener, uh, I hope you're, you are in a cursed womb also, though that would add up to why you why you listen to us. Why you're here. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, if you are a cursed womb, we would like to hear about it. And if you're not, we would like to know, would you want to be? And you can tell us about that on Anime Tour Bus on Instagram, Anime Underscore Bus on Twitter, and me, you, and weeboo.wordpress.com. Uh, hey, Metzger, we watched a different one. Well, we watched the one that we've previously been watching. Yeah, we watched we watched a different one than, than just Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, we watched Shangri-La Frontier. Which, honestly, might be my favorite anime. Just because it, like, it scratches a nice itch for me. This might be my favorite one that we've watched. All right, you want to know the most important thing about Shangri-La Frontier? Yeah. It's been out for a whole year. Has it? They literally said it in the episode. Oh, man. It came out a year ago. Oh, like the uh, the video game, not the not the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that was a point of contention between us. It was. And by point of contention, it was you refusing to just listen to me. Okay, hold up. You're not always right. I was in this instance. I mean, that's true. Let the record show Metzger was right here. I'm not unfair. This episode uh, was fun, but didn't have enough for me. Yeah, I feel almost like I need to binge watch these kind of back to back. If I if more of these episodes are just going to be him throwing himself at a ridiculously strong monster and then almost dying. I'm going to get pretty bored of it pretty fast. Uh, it wasn't almost dying, Metzger. He did. He did. Die. He did die. Um, yeah. Let the record show. So Sunraku picks up uh, fighting that unique named creature. Yeah. That like again knows that he can't beat it, but tries anyways. Mm hmm. And he lands dozens, if not hundreds, of critical hits on this thing without doing any damage to it. Levels himself up good, because apparently you don't need to beat the creature to get some XP. That's some unrealistic expectations. Most of the games that I play, if you eat shit and die, then you eat shit and die. You don't... There's no participation trophy. I'm, I'm sorry. Ease up, boomer! 
Back in my day in MMOs. Back in my MMO. Ooh, that's a good name of uh that's a good name of an anime, Mad Scare. The girl does start canvassing the area and talking to other adventurers, asking, Hey yo, have you seen my boy? He always uses the same name, so have you seen Sunraku? They're like, yeah, you got a weird bird head. I do like that she gives one of them like a, a free teleport box. Just being like, thank you for your trouble here. Here's an in-game item. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here, I have too many of these. Uh, I really can't use them, and they aren't selling on the market board, so I guess you can have it. I, I literally did that with a dude who, like, he helped me out on a, a quest that I needed needed some help with, and he was kind of a low level and in RuneScape, and I just get, hey, here's, like, a gem and all that, and the dude's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, this is my trash. You can have it, and he's like, my king. I've never had this much money before. Yeah, it really was. It was very funny. He does say that nobody is going to come rescue him, which is exactly what I thought was going to happen. I thought a girl was going to come and rescue him, which I'm glad didn't happen. That would have been too much for me. She is marked with an emblem. She is a part of a guild or something like that that is specifically looking for this beast. What a weird coincidence. Right? Right? I thought that was weird, too. And by weird, I meant, like, not a big deal at all. Out of all seven of them, she, he happens to find the one that the girl that's looking for him also wants good. So what we've learned from this episode is she's not good at finding stuff. <laughs> I was going to say he immediately finds it. I think it found him. I don't I don't know that like it's anyways. Um, and then a bunch of rabbits are like, sup, my dude. <laughs> You're obviously real good. Yeah, when he re when he revives, he ends up. A unique instance appears to only him and it's level 80 and he's level 28. Which, of course, he doesn't look at that. He's like, cool, great. Special situation. There's like a Alice in Wonderland situation. He did give us the three rules that he learned from the uh, the shit games. His creed, if you will. Yeah, he's got the three sacred ones like patience. One is like uh, whatever undying spirit and then something else. <laughs> I don't know. They were kind of bullshit. Total bullshit. But they're they're supposedly the thing that's going to put him through on on this adventure. He arrives, he, he the big rabbit wants to talk to him in the rabbit lands, and he's the first one that gets to talk to the big rabbit because of how good he did fighting the big wolf, bad wolf. Yeah, by just not having his soul crushed. His yeah. body may have been destroyed, but his soul carries on. I kind of relate to that, Metsy. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we want to talk about with this episode? No, I actually don't have anything else. Pretty cut and dry. I really enjoy Shangri-La. Um, I, I wish 
we had more episodes of Zom 100 while we were talking here. I looked up and discovered that, yeah, um, indefinite, uh, not gonna, not gonna post a new one. So that sucks. Um, but you know what doesn't suck? That's checking us out on Anime Tour Bus on Instagram, Anime underscore Bus on Twitter, and our webpage at meyouandweboo.wordpress.com. You know what also doesn't suck? Checking out uh, Science Snacks. It's a podcast that I occasionally do, um, and it can be found where podcasts are found near you. Lastly, what doesn't suck is hanging out with you, listener. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode. We hope that you'll come hang with us again next time. And until then... Bye. Bye.